Coming to you direct from Bris Vegas, Australia, we are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al the Enigma, he loves the obscure but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet, and Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. You've joined us for episode 71 of the Lords, and this is a very exciting episode. We've got a couple very, of... Very episodes. exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting, oh. Brett. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm beyond excited. <laughs> exactly. So tonight, um, look, for those listening at home, you know the Lords are incredibly famous. We are in high demand around the world, really, uh, to attend various events. We get invited to balls, uh, banquets, bar mitzvahs everywhere around the world. Um, but there's only certain events that we actually do attend, and, and, and the Grammys is one of those. And, and you'll notice that the Grammys were literally just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about our experience at the Grammys. Uh, but before that, of course, we have to do Album of the Week our famous segment, and I believe, Lord Kev, you've got an album of the week this week. Yep. Yeah, I do. Hello, everybody, and um, excited excited for the Grammys, obviously. You know, um, <laughs> don't go with everything we get invited to, that's right, but, uh, you know, it's just something you can't miss, isn't it? Um, um, so, album of the week this week um, is an interesting one. I'm going to give you a little uh, 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 puzzle, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw a band name at you and see if it rings any bells. I'm looking at you, uh, Lord Brett. The Satin Odyssey. Does that mean anything to you? Oh, of course. Mm. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean anything to me either. Um, but a friend of mine called me up the other week and he said, um, do you want to go and see The Satin Odyssey? And it turns out we think and we hope that this is uh, Australian uh, classics, the church, uh, playing a secret gig down the Gold Coast. Um, wow. Blues. Bluefest. Um, the main clue is that they're uh, the, the Saturn Odyssey are promoted on their website, <laughs> and the other clue is that the the tickets are way more expensive than you'd expect to be paying for um, anyone uh, playing. Name uh, the Saturn Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, and and the um, yeah, not knowing who the Saturn Odyssey are, of course, uh, it is on April Fool's not, night. Not ex-members <laughs> of the Mars Bar. Uh, yeah, so it could could it be anybody that's a blues fest, but but we're pretty pretty much leaning towards the church, uh, Australian classics, like I say, before my time, really. Um, right. But they've been and um, my album of the week is their uh, 2000, 2017 album, and it's called Man, Woman, Life, Death, Infinity. Um, mm. It's, it's uh, very very enjoyable. Sums um, it all no, up, really. Yeah, no, it's it's a big uh, late career. Uh, album title that isn't it <laughs> you know uh, people thinking about things um, coming to terms um, with their own, own mortality on that one yeah you know 20 odd albums and you're going to start thinking those questions because <laughs> you've done uh, you know I want to hold your hand and, and things like that uh, about 16 albums uh, previous uh, but this this is a great you know uh, dream poppy sounding thing and it's uh, very well produced and it's got its own lovely individual idiosyncratic sound they've managed to hold on to something uh, unique that they've always had. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I do think you should do yourself a favour. I do think you should go and check this one out. I particularly posed, 
chose this one because out of all the ones that I am trying to educate myself a little bit before going to see the Saturn Odyssey, um, this is the one that um, was A, the most uh, recent, and B, um, yeah, I was most intrigued by just to see what was their most recent output. And I was pleasantly uh, surprised. I won't be sitting there hanging out for the two or three songs that I do know really well. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think if you enjoy that kind of uh, dream poppy sound, that they've managed to cultivate and hang on to. You'll enjoy their, their thoughts and more meditative style on this one. Um, it really reminded me of late stage water boys. You know, they're just settled in. They're not trying to prove anything to anyone. They know what their sound is. Uh, I think they've got Ian Haig from Powderfinger playing guitar for them these days as well. So um, a few personal changes over the years. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's the one for me. Uh, I'll report back um, from the other side of the Odyssey. Um, sometime later in the in the in the episodes, perhaps um, as to how all that went down. Um, we'll play. Which, what, what were they called again, um, Kid? The the Saturn Odyssey. Saturn Odyssey, as in uh, okay. that's the made up name, I believe. Oh, okay. I was just so, thinking of this other band called uh, Uranus Probe. Is that mm-hmm. are they members of the same <laughs> same band or same era? No, I think. Yeah, it's not. It's not oh, your okay. band, Al. It's um, it record record mates. I think label mates. I think. Yeah, yeah, label yeah, mates. Yeah. yeah. I think if we get a chance to drop a song in here, um, it might be a a beautiful track called uh, Before the Deluge by, we hope, The Church. fantastic all right that's great kev and like kev said do yourself a favor go out and check out um the marvel odyssey um <laughs> saturn 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 that's right saturn, saturn odyssey. <laughs> odyssey very good very hopefully the church and as Taking i said notes here, as you can tell all right it is on the first of april so um yeah if we get if we get caught out by this then we'll only get ourselves to blue that's right <laughs> um and so you would have noticed there, folks, those listening at home, um, that our audio quality probably isn't up to scratch. And that is because we're all Skyping into this one. And that's because we find ourselves uh, in various locations in LA um, as part of the Grammys after party. And I'm going to throw it to Lord Al now uh, to explain what the hell's going on here. Uh, Lord Al? Uh, yeah, well, what's, uh, I mean, I'm... Um... 
uh, I'm amazed at how long the uh, the after parties in uh, in Hollywood take. I mean, it's uh, I turned up at the LA uh, Convention Center um, for the Grammys, and it was um, was remarkably quiet. Yeah, well, um, that's because right? it was at the Staples Center. So <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's that's the thing. So you know, you sometimes people get the wrong invites. Um, maybe sometimes it's deliberate. I don't know, but. You know, I mean, I, I've ended up in in a basement uh, with with somebody who claims to be Taylor Swift, uh, but I'm not entirely sure. It's always a basement, isn't it, Owen? It really doesn't work. It's more a storage storage facility. Some kind of yeah. Right. Well, look at the boxes happens. behind you. Uh, there could be anything in those boxes there. That's right. Yeah. Well, well, there certainly is. There certainly is now. I've been I've been trapped in here for a week, so if if you look in yep. the box in the far right corner, um, it, it's going to be full of something. Yeah. That and for those, for those <laughs> playing left at home, so. for those playing at home, obviously quite hot and humid down there. Lord L is now stripped mm. down to a tank tank shirt, tank t- tank t shirt, and uh, yeah, be a little all else. I think well, other well, people is a, call that it is a actually muscle shirt, don't they? I think uh, <laughs> you know, in other circumstances, people would see a muscle shirt. Yeah, not known. Or a, uh-huh. or a wife beater. I think a wife beater might be the popular choice here. No, that's not a popular choice. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a popular choice at all. No. Yeah, no. Very good. But, okay, but so, yes, I mean, you are correct. That's all I'm wearing. So That's right. Um, so stay tuned for our uh, special OnlyFans page, which we're launching soon. <laughs> <laughs> more of uh, Lord Al in all his glory. But uh, Look, it, yeah, it, it, so, it started off as a tuxedo. That's all I can say. Jeez, so. you did get hungry. That's right. <laughs> I tell you what, those buttons are going to be tough to pass. Tell you what, as vegetarians, I can eat anything. Yeah. Um, but so essentially, uh, yeah, we all we all witnessed what a farce the actual Grammys were. Um, you know, mm. a week ago when we saw them. Well, I've but never, I've never missed one in my life. But no, obviously no, of course we would. No. Every second. Um. <laughs> so, what we've decided to do tonight is we've got our own awards that we would like yeah. to uh, give out. Let's do this um, to try to rectify some of the the atrocities that were, yeah, that was the twenty twenty one Grammy Awards. Uh, so, who would like to kick us off with one of their awards that they'd like to hand out tonight? Can, can I can I start? Can I start? You can, Lord Brett. Please jump in. Now, currently, I'm uh, I'm in line at the Tuxedo Hire shop. Yep. Right. You haven't even got your tux uh, yet. Are you trying I to? Haven't even got a tux yet. As you can imagine, this this time in LA, it's very hard to get your hands on a tux. So I'm still waiting. It's, it is um, award season after all. That's right. So I've got my eyes on a little powder blue number with a roughly roughly shirt. So nothing less, Brett. That's sure. right. Look out! Look out for it on only only fans. Although it'll probably have to be only fan, I think. Um, uh-huh. now, so, so now what are you my... getting for the tuxedo? So. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, hey, just just as an aside, are we doing this uh, because it's an opportunity for Al to legitimately phone it in? No, let's keep going. Um, <laughs> here we go. My my first award is you're going to need a bigger trophy, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I like uh, it now, already. Uh, you like it already? Now, um, uh, let me, hopefully I get the, the, the young kids speak for this correctly. Uh, uh, Megan, sure, <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Um, I think you'll mm-hmm. find that's the Stallion. Yep. That's yeah. right. She, mm. run, she, she won a, a gong for Savage. I want to give her, you're going to need a bigger trophy because 
There are nine songwriters to this song. Nine. <laughs> nine. What's going on there? Nine songwriters. There should be a limit. How can you even have, like, how can you even have nine people in a room? Talk about songwriting by committee. Holy Jesus. Well, mm. uh, well to, to be fair, only two were songwriters. You know, the seven were there to uh, choreograph a backside. Um, <laughs> the, choreograph so, the twerking. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> But no, I mean, and that, and that's of all the songs, and I, I did some extensive research while I'm waiting in line. Because <laughs> the other thing I'm doing is I'm, I'm uh, going all, through all Google. All on her? No, no, I'm trying to. I'm going through Google trying to find out what a WAP oh. is. But let's not let's not get into that. Um, uh, but but no other song. Exactly, no other song had nine songwriters. So so she she wins an award for. Uh, well, I guess for phoning it in, right? Most songwriters on a on a on an award winning song, surely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the uh, yeah. All right, that's a good that's one. a very long badge on the trophy. I agree. All right. Yeah. I'm the hood, Mona Lisa, break a nigga into pieces. Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza. I'm way too exclusive. I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All them little ass clothes only fit fake booties. Bad bitch, still talking cash shit. Pussy like water, I'm a mother and relaxing. I would never trip on a nigga if I had him. Bitch, that's my trash, you the maid, so you bagged him. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie. Well, unfortunately, Megan the Stallion couldn't be here tonight to accept this award, so we, the Lords, will accept that on the, on her behalf. And Al, have you got one that you want to move on with? Well, I, I ended up getting confused somewhere along the way, and no. I ended up hearing, no. yeah, I know. It, it's amazing. Well, I mean, look, they've got more categories than the Dewey Decimal System, you know. So I ended up hearing some of the winning uh, things as actual um, categories. So, uh, so I, I heard uh, best watermelon sugar as as a uh, as a category, and uh, so for that, I chose uh, Watermelon Man by uh, Herbie Hancock in 1973, which is a bit of a shock. Shock announcement for everyone listening now. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> is he still eligible? Well, a lot of these, the a lot of these ones. Uh, yeah. Well, a, a lot of the, a lot of these things are it's like when there's a breakthrough into the public consciousness. So uh, I would think that you have to get beyond fifty percent of the public knowing the song to to make it count. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, but I, I much prefer the version by Albert King, which was done live. It just is a bit snappier. True. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Excellent. All right, Kev, what award do you have that you want to kick us off with? Well, we've touched on a couple of um, key issues uh, tonight already, and uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and incidentally, the runner-up in my first category of the night, which was um, Editorial Fails. Um, <laughs> coming pretty strongly there um, with a, a beautiful typo. And it's one of the words that we learn earliest in our um, in our careers as English writers and readers. The um, <laughs> uh, incredible. Uh, good. I, I just thought it was more of a Shakespearean yeah. edge to it. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, King James Bible, maybe. You know? It's incorrect. Um, your style guide will put you right on that, Alan. And um, end of story. <laughs> um, but the winner, of course, was Thundercat. Uh, a man um, naming himself. Uh, as, a, as a collective noun or whatever it is, I mean, this is just so uh, incongruous and wrong. To, to take, straight, <laughs> take him to straight, straight to first place on the editorial fails uh, category. Thundercat, of course, um, you can be a Thundercat, 
you cannot be <laughs> Thundercat. Um, there's only the one, Kev. Precisely. Thundercats are a, gr- are a group, a collective group of superheroes. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> out there, um, out there on um, whatever planet was um, back in 1983. And um, I, uh, I, I can only take my hat off to Thundercat um, for his, uh, for his um, aplomb and yeah. coming straight and collecting that and um, yeah Maintain the rage, Lord Kev. Maintain that rage there. That's it. That yep. editorial going rage. Hard. It's mm-hmm. desperately needed in these dark times. What else um, is so I'm going for? on with um, my first award of the night. It's called the uh, Showing Great Restraint Award. Um, I'm going to give this to King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard, friends of the show. Obviously, we've mentioned them several mm-hmm. times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and those guys, I'm thanking them. They only released one album in 2020. Um so thank you for showing great restraint, King Gizzard, because in 2017 they released five albums. Wow. Um, so last year they showed great restraint and only released the single album, um, which, you know. It was a double album, fair. let's be fair. <laughs> it was a fantastic was album. But, uh, yes, so thank you, King Gizzard. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately they're not available to accept the award tonight, so we accept that on their behalf. And good to see oh, the um, getting a gong across That's there. That's right. Some Aussies getting a Grammy. That's great. Well done. Well done. Um, I'm going to jump back in and actually give the Grammys a Grammy, the competition. Uh, it deserves um, a Me Too movement special award <laughs> for um, getting themselves a bit sorted because uh, one, one of the things they failed on in recent years is representing women. And um, if you go through the winners, it's Billie Eilish, Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Gaga's in there, of course, Brandy, um, Rene Zellweger and Fiona Apple. <laughs> um, I just think Zellweger. that's incredible. Um, yeah, she's she picking up a award for what the hell are you doing in there? That's the, the first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, look, um, the, 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 the awards came under fire, and quite rightly, from underrepresentation a few years ago and for some uh, pretty poor reactions to that accusations of underrepresentation. They were... Um, they were responsible as uh, women just need to pick their game up. Well, not the best thing to say, um, but they have. <laughs> you know, uh, this is completely swamped by women 2021. So uh, well done, the Grammys. Okay. Nice work. All right, Brett. Nice work. I'll, I'll jump in. You, you, you mentioned Billie Eilish there. I'd like to give her an award. I'd like to give her a... I got everything I wanted, but I'm still fucking miserable. Award, right? So this this uh, this lady picked up record of the year, best song for visual media, song of the year, best pop solo performance, and it's all about she's just a a, a colourful emo. I'm, I'm fair play for that. Jeez. <laughs> you're showing your age there, Lord Brett. Jeez. I think you're uh, you're being a bit harsh on the young lass. 
Probably got some talent there. There is, but, but all, it's all about she's got everything she wants and she's still miserable. Yeah, well, that's that's a gen. I think that just you're born with that, aren't you? As gen, that's a trope, isn't it? Yeah. That's been happening since I don't know. We back. <laughs> since Herbie Hancock, that's when black, the black crows <laughs> went that cheerful. She'll be happy to put another. <laughs> she'll be more than happy to put another one on her mantle, though, Lord Brett. So, oh God, yeah. yeah. And if I'm being honest, it might have been a nightmare to anyone who might care. Stepped off the golden Nobody cried Nobody even noticed I saw them standing right there Kinda thought they might care I had a dream I did um, give her an award myself, actually. I gave her one for um, Sounds Most Like Billy the Fish. Um, <laughs> Favourite cartoon character when I was a young lad. Um, <laughs> a goalkeeper um, who was half man, half fish. Um, wow. It's nice to be reminded of that if you're of my vintage and well done. Um, Billy for picking up um, sounds most like my favourite cartoon character. <laughs> oh dear. Now that I'm walking away from Thundercats, you know. <laughs> Interrupt the off you go. That's right. So, so, so one that I had was uh, best future nostalgia. Um, and that was uh, for the Black Crows. Um, oh, no. I believe of, they, they rescheduled, what? What? They rescheduled what? their tour. Well, they rescheduled Black Crows rescheduled their tour for the Shake Your Money Maker album. Um, like they were touring just on that album. They're doing the you know what artists from the past uh, are doing, which is we'll take this album, play it, play it in its entirety live. So yes, they uh, the tour that they're going to do last year. They've um, they're doing it this year. You might catch some of the shows. You know, LA, New York. You know, just around the traps. Where where you where you go as a high flyer, but uh, that's the uh, the best future nostalgia award for me. So I like it. And I'd like to play a track here, but actually I don't. So (laughs) So, and for those playing at home, that's your Black Crows reference for the night. Yeah, Brett doesn't get another one. I'll just jump in again. I've got another. Please, Kev. Please. (laughs) Um, There's a. First of all, Renee Zellweger, who I just I can't even understand what I've read there. At some point, she's picked up something for something. A nomination, perhaps, rather than an actual award. But I also like the fact that Chick Corea has picked up a gong. Uh, does yes. Um, Poor old Chick Corea. Well, Rest from in beyond the grave. Yeah, exactly. So just mentioning, uh, mentioning him and um, what a talent that is to be able to, uh, yeah, get a Grammy, even though you're not uh, alive. So... Uh, can, can I jump with- in there? Can I jump in there? Because I want to give an award to it's an honor to be nominated in a category that you're never going to win. And there were two, actually, there were four categories in which they were given to uh, people who had died because um, uh, John Prine won uh, two awards yep. as well. Mm-hmm. So Chick won two, and, and John Prine won two. Now, if you're nominated in that category uh, this year, you've got no chance, right? You're walking away empty handed. <laughs> from sorry, oh, explain that. Sorry, 
Well, if you're nominated in the category with the two guy, two legends who have died, John Prime, yeah, you you know, walking away and, and chick, yeah, you're not you're not winning a soul there because uh, because the, the warm sentiment in the room means yeah, we've got to give them a, a gong, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah, the, the only thing that could have been worse of us, uh, Renee Zellweger was nominated <laughs> that too. I mean, we screwed. Come on. All right. Now, interestingly, Renee, I, I just found out, Kev, that. Uh, Renee, she was in the best traditional pop vocal album, unlike the other category, which is the best pop vocal album. So you've now got yeah. this wonderful split between traditional pop and traditional? modern pop. I traditional. To figure out what the hell was going on with that top category. It was something like, you know, best record, and then there's best LP, then there's best single. Yeah. So I'm still puzzling over that uh, at the most basic level. But I will say that my favourite category was best liner notes <laughs> you get a Grammy <laughs> best uh, liner album yeah but yeah. as an editor that's your dream job Kev I mean there, yeah, you, I don't there think you it's go. a problem I'm just editing liner notes because it's kind of a musical you're still in the game mate mm. you're still in the right. game best liner notes <laughs> well I hope the editor gets a mention of course, uh, of course they do <laughs> as far as I could tell it's just uh, whatever you know B-list celebrity they've got to throw down a few words on the page about Whatever has been happening inside the album, but um, surprising, uh, surprising Grammy award award. To right, Al, did you have one to go on? With? Uh, I did. There was the uh, the best, better than I imagined, um, award, and that was for uh, that was for uh, Paul McCartney, uh, the Ram album from 1971, <laughs> with uh, oh, with a song a- "Dear Boy." So, wow, that's a that's yeah, a I mean, it is. It is a bit of a flashback, but it was uh, it was one of those. It just brought me back to that time when uh, where, when Ben uh, subjected us to um, Paul McCartney solo stuff, and uh, I just yeah. you know I went away. I was like, I'll give Ram a go. But it takes a while to sink in, doesn't it? And now you're there. Now you're well, not the whole album, no, but that one song, "Dear Boy," that was pretty good. Yeah. All right, and dear speaking boy, of Paul, dear boy. I'll just I'll segue into. Oh, all award, because of course there has to be one at every Grammy. Oh, uh, the pole door was open and you just went running straight through. The pole door was open and you left it open. So this is called, I call this six of one, half a dozen the other, this award. And this is award to Paul McCartney, of all people. Um, this is because Paul's the first person to have had an album in the top one or two in six decades. So in six decades, he has had an album placed in either first or second in the uh, in the charts uh, on release, should I say. On let release. it go, let it go. So for his album, <laughs> he released his album uh, last year, McCartney 3, and got to the number two spot on the US charts, and that makes him the first artist to have six, in six decades, have an album in either the number one or number two spot on the charts in that decade. You know, somebody shot John. <laughs> so, Are you suggesting they shot the wrong person, Kev? Oh, I've always thought that, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying, but for, you know, one Mark Chapman, uh, we could be looking at some different stats tonight, you know? <laughs> All right, Brett, what do you got? Okay. Uh, let me put my grumpy old man hat back on. What, you took it off? Oh, it fell off, did yeah. it? <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It fell off because of my ball patch. Um this is my The Young Kids Have Discovered Sex and Bad Language Award. 
because, uh, of course, Harry Styles picked up a gong for Watermelon Sugar, which is all about oral sex, apparently. We have no Harry Styles hate on this channel, thanks, bro. Uh, he's a talent. And, and then, you know, then, then of course, there's the these... Uh, hang on, hang on. It's about oral sex. Where did the watermelon seeds come from? You know, is that, how's that involved? Okay, let me draw you a picture. That's right. No, but the seeds, I mean, who's... If you were, if you grew up in the seventies, now you'd know exactly what we're speaking about here. Um, and, and of course, um, uh, Megan uh, the Stallion. I'll, pick, I'll I'll take your correction there, uh, Kev. Megan the Stallion and Cardi B performing that WAP song, which apparently is about kittens and and <laughs> taking them out of the rain and using so, all sorts of language. So yes, you know, um, wet, obviously awesome the young kids, kids have, have, have discovered some kittens. Yeah, 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 some yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think the young kids have discovered again, uh, uh, let's sing about some naughty words uh, and let's sing about uh, sex but but sort of hide it in some other language. Well, Emma, it's, yeah, it's I can jump in and I can say that yeah, my wee boy Liam singing that around the house and I uh, I had that down as um, uh, a bit of a bad moment. Uh, I had that uh, for a Coded <laughs> Filth Award. Uh, the first, um, first gone for Coded Filth and I'd put down... Um, uh, the, the Aria Grande song and for scariest sexual unknown video trope thing uh, because I don't know what it is I haven't seen the video but all I've heard is parents saying don't let your kids watch that so uh, yeah <laughs> well it sounds like Lord Brett needs the uh, the Reverend Fred Nile uh, Memorial <laughs> Award for, uh, yeah. for, for his for his comments then the kids today hmm? yeah uh, listen listen I'm just saying it's not new guys you know We've, we've all had watermelon seeds in our, sucking our teeth before. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is, we've all been through this before. Where you were hanging out, new. <laughs> Right. Uh, so I do have one more award, and that's the uh, the Lord Bain Award um, given out this year for uh, mentioning um, Billy Strings, who got himself a gong in the bluegrass category. So um, yes. mm. it might be you or it might be... Uh, a combination of you and Billy Strings, but um, yeah, an obscure uh, Ben reference getting all the way to the top of the tree there. And um, right. I'm picking one as well for uh, Fontaine's DC, who got a rock album award. So oh. I think we've done pretty well there. And uh, the other two need to um, pick the game up. That's it. I think, and I think, <laughs> Kev, I speak on behalf of Lord Kev here that I think we'd love to take credit for that, but I think. The state of the world now is that you only have to really get a couple of references to get into that pool where you're recognised as uh, Grammy worthy, so to speak. So, well, yes, so many nominations. You know, by me mentioning it, obviously, oh, know, I, guess. It, I get, I guess his sales boosted maybe yeah. maybe a hundred thousand. I don't know, and that maybe yes. that probably put him into the category of Jeez. Grammys. You don't know the power. You don't know the power you've got, do you? It's yeah, terrifying. You know, but that's the world we live in. That's the social media world we live in. You know, so I think we should be a lot more careful, a lot more responsible. Yeah, yeah, I think we do. You're right, Kim. I think mm. we do need to be yeah. a little more responsible. Anyway. You're totally going to skew the results. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, how's Renee? How's Renee going to dominate another category? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've ruined right. it for our musical career. So I've got, I've, so my major award of the night, okay, I'm going to announce now, and that is the uh, the most underused song of 2020. Oh. Okay. And I can't believe that this wasn't a category in the actual Grammys, but um, Aretha Franklin's 1980s classic, 
massive hit for her in the 80s. Probably her only hit was only, her only hit in the 80s. Um, who's Zooming Who? Who's Zooming Who? Yes. Who's Zooming Who? How was that not used more <laughs> in 2020? That should be the most used song of 2020. Maybe there is some horrible rights management. Double B-side. Comment. You could have had them. I knew you were waiting on the second side of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. She was she she was she was well about well before her time, wasn't she? Absolutely. Like, oh, okay. If only she trademarked it, really. Exactly right. Well done. Thanks for that, Lord Al. Um, yeah. This is my last pause while you thought about it. So. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Just uh, tick phoning it in. Right. Okay. Here's my last category, and it's very controversial. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Is it? Everyone, everyone is lauding uh, Beyonce for her 28th Grammy win. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. the most most awarded uh, uh, artist with 28 Grammys. Right? Yeah. I'm giving her. Everyone's celebrating the win, but I lost more than half. I'm not even batting 500. She was nominated <laughs> nine times. She only walked away with four. Hey, that's a terrible <laughs> average. Right. Hey. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey. Oh, put, put the boot in, Brent. Put the boot in. You, you've managed to dish a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was controversial. I'm telling you, it was controversial. Wow. So, uh, so, so I think on top of the Fred Nile Award, Brent also gets the Donald Trump Award. Yeah. So just a reminder that uh, we are taking auditions in, in, in for a remarks, member so. of Lords of Loud. <laughs> Um, send your nominations to info at lordsallowed.com to replace per- perhaps, per- perhaps, Perhaps Lord Brad won't make it back on a return flight hmm. uh, to Australia. That would be tragic. Be or, shame. Be shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay because apparently Pauline Hanson has offered me a place right on her jet. So, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So I've no, got I, just, I, just want, I just want to. I just want to apologise to all the Grammy uh, uh, judges who listened to the show. That was, you know, that's this is comedy, so that was. That was, know, him, that trying, was, that was him trying to make a joke. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> one's no one's laughing. Just to make it very clear. Yeah, Brett, if you, if you do go on a flight with Pauline and she offers you some of a watermelon uh, <laughs> seats. It's quickly. Right. Make sure it's seedless. Make sure it's seedless. Oh, yeah, make all sure all it's seedless. Watermelon. All right. Mm. Well, I've got a couple others. Who else? Does anyone want to jump in? Otherwise, I've got a few. Yeah, I've, uh, I've got one. I've got the... Right. Uh, 
Well, I mean, there's obviously the the best stay high uh, award, and um, again, another blast from the past. It's uh, hits from the bong by Cypress Hill. Yep. Um, yep. It's hard to go past that. Uh, the closest uh, in that category is probably Up in Smoke by Cheech and Chong. So. Sure. Yeah. And a, can I say a, an award that's not given and out frequently enough? Like, a, you know, it's it's one of those ones that's given out every sort of five or six years, and not yeah, they don't mention it every it t- year. So yeah, it, it takes a while for people to get momentum. Um, and, and you know, mm. purpose. You know, so. Very good. Yeah, that's a good one. I wanted to give my rinse and repeat award to uh, Tay Tay Taylor Swift. We've mentioned her yeah. tonight, um, but I wanted to give she's her. She's with me now. Yeah, exactly. So Tay, sure she is. Yes, I'm sure you'll be. She's in one of those boxes, isn't she, Alan? It's actually a mop in the corner that she gets the rinse and repeat award because she's taken the most just like the mop. Yeah, she's taken one of the most bold movements and, you know, with her feud with um, Scooter Braun earlier in the year with him owning the master tapes and not selling them to her, she's decided to re-record all of her old albums to, you know, screw him. Um, Mm. What a bold move. What a great move. You know, you re-record your masters and you own them again. I mean, how good's that? So uh, Tay-Tay gets the repeat award and, uh, yeah. So con- conceivably, she could she could win the same Grammys uh, again. over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, potentially, yes. potentially yeah. have could keep- Kanye get up and be a dick once more. Yes, um, yes, yes. Wouldn't you we could love literally to literally keep again? re-recording your material year after year and keep featuring yes. them as new material and keep winning Grammy after Grammy after Grammy? That's right. In fact, that would be someone call that the litmus test, wouldn't they, of the Grammys? If if an artist were to do that. Because um, yes. that would truly suggest, you know, year after year, was their music good enough to win a Grammy? It's almost it's next level Beatles, you know. It's they've just gone to we'll re-release everything every every couple of years right. and see, you know, how often we hit the charts. This is just it's next level. She's a genius. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Well, she, well, she also she's got the. Uh, She's got the the crowd behind it too, right? Because you can yeah. you can do it, but people don't have to listen to it. But but because her fans are so devoted, and and again, I think Lord Al, that's why you're in that basement because you're one of those fans. It's not you're Absolutely. not a closet fan; you're more of a basement fan. He's a basement um, fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, well known. Uh, that, well that's, known. that's what makes it. That's what makes it work because because all her fans go screw the label. We're gonna we're going to listen to the new stuff, not listen to that. You know, the original recording. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. 
Lord Breath That's right. Time. It gets you emotional. Yeah, Lord Breath Do you have another one there, Lord? You have another one, Lord Al. Do you have another category? Because I, uh, I, I do. I do. There was um, the best king's Dis- best king's disease uh, award, and uh, there were many to choose from. Uh, so I did a little search on our um, our uh, sponsor, Spotify. Um, syphilis. Uh, there were only about a dozen songs that had had a reference to syphilis in it, but chlamydia. That's surprising, uh, surprising. Were, but yeah, sure. I know there were well over a hundred with uh, chlamydia. So chlamydia uh, had over a hundred. Okay, yeah. Much yep. More so popular. any yeah. song, so much more. Covid any... probably had an impact on that, hasn't it, Al? I mean, so times of uh, you know COVID, we there's a focus has just shifted away from all those unsexy STDs that we that's right. <laughs> that's right. usually have that's seen right. them, you know, piling up and hard to shift. But no. But as we know, chlamydia so sexy in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, yeah. Well I just can't get it. Not so sexy hard to, these days. Hard to get rid of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sexy sexy with koalas. Ironically, but yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get you can't get enough, can they? The old gloves, probably them. I just say that um, while we've been talking, and I know that earlier on I was giving the Grammys a Grammy for their, um, you know, I think I gave them a Me Too award. I just take that back because um, I just <laughs> that um, in the in the the infamous album notes um, category, category sixty seven, um, nominated but not winning is at the Minstrel Show, Minstrel Routines from the Studio, eighteen ninety four to nineteen twenty six. So let's just big up an album in the Grammys. In the year of Trump and um, uh, and um, and uh, you know Black Lives Matter uh, mm-hmm. and uh, notes um, category winner for at the Minstrel Show. Well done, Dan. <laughs> very good. Very, very wise. So square one. For those, well those playing at home, um, Lord Kev's just leveraging his editor award there to to side skew into an obscure category. Just letting people. Know. <laughs> It is an obscure category that I already, uh, you know, took apart uh, in, in earlier on. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I just happened to see that as I was talking. So I think the, the Grammys need to be slammed into the ground back where they belong. Very good. All right. there, there was actually a, uh, a best audio, uh, best spoken word, and it could include an audio book reading. I was like, they're really, <laughs> they're really scratching for categories now. So. Yeah. It was just somebody reading a book, wasn't it? It was like, uh, <laughs> that's not a recording. That's a book that was recorded. You know? The Grammys. Please. Trying to stay relevant. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. speaking of obscure categories, I have one called, if you win a Grammy in a forest and no, no one's there, did you actually win it? Right? Because mm. Kanye West won a Grammy this year, mm-hmm. and I bet, because I was still waiting in Shoot. line, that this never happened on the night because it was the best contemporary Christian music album. Surely. Oh, really? Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. He won that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And, I heard uh, that one correctly. And and the title of the album, Jesus is King. I mean, sure, yes, he is. Um, so uh, hats off to you, Kanye. But did he really Yeezy, win it? Yeezy because said on the that night, <laughs> Jesus was King. I'm pretty sure he was King. He was pretty much <laughs> about uh, six months ago. Now, wasn't wasn't he the one who uh, pissed on a, a Grammy award uh, because he didn't win in some category in previous years? I heard I heard oh, some story about probably, that. Probably, um, probably he loves pissing on stuff. I know that. Like, <laughs> he's doing it. You give him give him anything, he'll 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 try. But, uh, <laughs> I know for sure if he's done that on the award, but wouldn't mm. be surprised. That's what I'm saying. It's definitely Again, the uh, the incongru- incongruous award. I think that's a uh, mm. that's a strange mm. choice. But if you've been in that, if you've been in that contemporary Christian music for a while, and you're feeling pretty comfortable, and maybe you've been nominated a couple of times, and then suddenly Kanye comes in, it's like, come on, mate, just give mm. us one little space to ourselves here. Yeah. <laughs> we need to scare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And also, can you as if me <laughs> try hard, blow hard? So uh, may, maybe, yeah. maybe he's maybe he's the modern day Elvis. Yeah, uh, in right. that, Elvis, Elvis would do his <laughs> you know rock and roll stuff, and then he'd go off and do his gospel yeah. album. So maybe you know maybe, maybe. Kanye's- yeah. I think I think maybe. you're missing the point here, Brett. That he is the catalyst that lifts that music into the mainstream, right? Uh, right now it's a bit of a yes. side project. He lifts yes. that. By giving it credit, he now lifts that into the mainstream. You're going to see a lot wow. of stuff in the top 50. It's going to be that gospel, what do you call it? Uh, uh, contemporary Christian music. Contemporary Christian music now in the mainstream, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. But and, I mean, and, he's, and, he's 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 got related categories to go into. There's the best gospel album and the best roots gospel album. Mm-hmm. So you know he can, he can branch out. So all, all I'm going to say uh, is that I put the boot into a uh, a black female singer and a black male singer. I think Pauline might actually ban me from her plane for the journey home. So I may not be home, folks. Sorry about that. Establish you the whitest person here, Brett. And uh, <laughs> on that note, as always, we please encourage everybody to uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend about the uh, Lords Aloud. We'd love to have some extra listeners. And uh, if you're a friend of somebody who's a music lover, you're probably the right person to tell another person who's a music lover about the show. Uh, yeah, and if that, you know someone who's a caretaker of where I'm trapped, please get them to let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Please go to our website and buy some of the great merch there. We've got some great T-shirts there, excellent designs, and you'll love those shirts. They make great gifts. Uh, but most importantly, check us out on social media, at Lords of Loud on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, but most importantly, join us again on Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network. 